Good evening on this January, uh, January, okay, March 5th, 2019. Um, got a little, short little lesson that the um, Lord first started, first put in my heart, um, put in my spirit, December 2018, probably before when heard the context verses, um, Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 through 8. Because you always want to go contextually, you know, probably go back to uh, verse 6 a little bit out there and kind of go forward. But we're just going to touch on these two verses here. Do not be deceived. <clears throat> God is not marked for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit we have everlasting life um, and I'm going to go ahead and read verse 9 also and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart um, yeah, a couple of things here we, we are commanded by the Lord that and I'm talking to you who are believers unbelievers you only pretty much do one thing you sow. Sow means to plant. Sow means that where do you put your actions? What are what your activities in this day? Basically, in a nutshell, is what it means. Uh, meaning, uh, if we spend our time growing the Lord, walking with the Lord Jesus, growing in His grace and His wisdom and knowledge, eternal life, as John 17 says, is to know God. And the only way to know Him is through the work and the person of Jesus Christ, period, end of story. Um, you can know of them a little bit through, you know, Bible preaching church or pretty much any church. Uh, they may mention his name, but that don't mean even that those ministers up there even know him. Um, but we ourselves have to know him personally. That's what eternal life is. Uh, we sold the flesh. It means we're spending all the time making money. We're spending all... Um, spending all time trying to please our fleshly nature. That's Satan's temptations. That's what he tempted Eve in the garden. Uh, Eve and then Adam uh, through Eve uh, in the garden. <coughs> he, he tempted their flesh. He tried to say, well, go ahead and sell for the flesh. Go ahead and get money. Get uh, degrees. Get wisdom and knowledge. I just you can make even more money and have more things. And you know, what they say, enjoy life. That really does it. It may be a temporary enjoyment, but it's, you know, it will will perish. Not may. Will perish. It's only for a time. Um, even, you know, we'll go ahead and have sex outside of marriage. God doesn't really care. And then they confess it. God does care. That's sin. Uh, it will feel good temporarily for a little while. Have a child outside of wedlock. It'll feel good, temporary, but you're raising a child without a mom and a dad. You're not raising them according to God's scriptures, because you won't find that in there. It's just you know, we, when we screw up, if we're in Christ, we're gonna get convicted by the Holy Spirit. He's gonna say, "Excuse me, what you just do?" Um, he's gonna check us. He's gonna discipline us. There'll be there's always. Um, <clears throat> a period of consequences that goes along with our sin. Some of them are just heartbeat. As soon as we 
get checked by the Holy Spirit, get disciplined by Him. We confess it, we give it up, we repent, we turn from it, we turn towards Jesus. Jesus, oh, Jesus, Almighty God, I'm sorry, it is you I sinned against. It's not just me, it's not the child, it's not this man, it's not this woman. It's, you know, it is those, but it's God Almighty that we sinned again, first and foremost and eternally, because He's the one that's in charge of, you know, our soul. He's the one that created these bodies. He's the one that created us in our mother's wombs. He's the one that um, brought us forth. He's the one that Jesus came down to suffer dying on the cross for our sins. He was the Lamb of God, and he's coming again as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. But not getting far from that one. He's the one. But when we, saw, when we walk by the Spirit of God, we desire to want to do um, in Galatians 5.16. I'm not going to read it, but yeah, I encourage you to go ahead and turn there, please. Uh, always check me up as I always like to breathe them. Uh, walk by the Spirit. That means we don't want to sow the flesh. We want to find out, well, God, whatever you want. What's your will is, Lord? Whatever it is, I want to know you. I want to know you and I want to glorify you whenever in my life. My work, my educational attain, you know, activities or attainments. Um, my entire life. I mean, this is, um, Jesus doesn't say we'll be tempted. In fact, uh, First Corinthians, jump over to First Corinthians here, chapter ten, thirteen. We'll see. Should have had a bookmark. Uh, <clears throat> no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. You, who will not allow you. Now again, he's talking to Christians, believers in Jesus Christ. He's not talking to. Us. He's not talking to unbelievers. Believers sin all the time. They do whatever they want. They, they they think they're happy, but in essence, they don't see where the path that their father Satan has them on. He's blinded their eyes. He's veiled them from the gospel. But Jesus Christ suffered and died to rip that veil, cut it down, open it. So you just gotta turn toward Jesus. You can't be a Christian and live in sin and on your way to heaven. You can't be a um. You can't call on Jesus. But not let him be Lord and Savior over our life. You can't this note that's a false teaching that has been crept into the church for decades. You know, only God knows how long. Um, so who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And let's jump over to James chapter 1 whoops too far uh, verses 14 and 50 as we go in there but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed then when desire is conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown brings forth death so that's how dangerous sin is that's how dangerous temptation is there I have Ran across in my the, my new life, which is in Christ Jesus, uh, the beginning right around 2002. Uh, I grew up with the head knowledge of Jesus, but to know him mentally, intimately, where I desired to pay attention to him and only do what he wanted to do. And when I sinned, I know I made a mistake against him out there, and he corrected me. And he, I've repented and 
I really repeat the same ones again. Now, if you repeat it in, you probably haven't repented of it. You haven't turned from it. You haven't given it to Jesus. And then cover it with the blood to wash it away. So, so we'll all have those. Could be called strongholds. We haven't given up yet. Could be called... Um, Look at the thorn in our eyes. We had a log. Could be logs in our eyes. That now, as long as it's clear again, just cry out to God again. Ask Him to take it away, whatever it is. You know, with this, always something. That's called the process of sanctification. That's when Jesus is. That's when God, through Jesus, is by His Holy Spirit, is transforming us into the image every single moment, every day, day and night, even when we're asleep. Um, we read his word, we study it, and he, he prunes. It's like a surgery. Surgeries take a little time. Physical surgeries take a little time. You gotta cut out or repair whatever the injury is. Hopefully, it's a lot of medical professionals now were doing it fruitlessly just to keep their money to say, well, okay, let's go ahead and cut this out. We don't need that anyways. Um, when we sold the flesh, that means we're trusting our paychecks, we're trusting in our you know, for our houses, we're trusting um, in our car payments that Roy is going to be able to make it. Again, we're trusting in that one job that it's always going to be here. That's sowing to the flesh. Walking by the Spirit saying, God, if you need me to have that car, if this is not the car I want, just give me the car you have. God will somehow, I can't explain it, I've seen it done. He'll bring the car, he'll bring the place to stay at, which an apartment, house, mobile home, RV, depending upon what his particular calling and talent for you is, without debt. God doesn't like that because he knows it's a bondage. You know, there are false preachers out there that are saying, well, I mean, I got to prove this debt. You can do all you want. I says, they're sowing to the flesh. I've witnessed being blessed to have been uh, served in youth ministry directly for several years and still has that passion um, witnessed parents that are teaching their kids to sow to the flesh they foolishly unbiblically teach your kids say, well God wants to teach them that so they cannot be independent on their parents so they get out they get the loan they get the car out there you know, you know someday they'll get married and have kids and you know, grandkids or whatever. It's just like, you know, work a job for 30, 40 years, retire, go to church, I tell you, give their 10% to God. That's sowing to the flesh because none of that stuff is biblical. I tell you, hope you move out and then, you know, so, you know, when the kids move out, then the parents can do whatever they want. That ain't even biblical. You won't show me nothing in scripture in context to do that. That's sowing to the flesh. Um, when kids are raised to the corner of the flesh, and then even when parents are raised according to the flesh, sowing to the flesh, it's going to be reaped. When that temptation comes, we don't know the Lord. We're not taught to listen for the Lord's voice as Samuel should have been. Um, and eventually he learned and that when the temptation comes, you know this is, okay, wait a minute. I call on the name of the Lord, Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my Savior now. Lord, where is that um, way of escape? The way of escape is Jesus Christ. We're looking for that. We're not seeing the sex. When you see ministries, organizations, um, and you see a plethora of disciples of those organizations that are Having kids out of wedlock, having sex out of wedlock, going, chasing after fleshly desires, fleshly dreams, 
then one must begin to wonder, are they discipling them to sow to the flesh or teaching them to walk by the Spirit of God and to learn His voice and to listen for it? That's how you can tell a sound biblical church or a church that has strayed away. I try and be a little careful. Uh, and I'm not attacking the body of Christ, the true church. There's one true church. They're in churches. There's, I don't believe, and I haven't seen one. I haven't found one where one true church by namesake is actually ah, 100% the church of Christ. They're, they're the true church. The true church is not a building, never has been in the New Testament, and it never will be. The true church is the body of Christ. We will get tempted. We're learning His voice. We'll miss it sometimes. But that's the dangerousness of sin. So when you do that, the moment when we see the sin... And we're Christians, we call out the call out the God and says, God, I know you're the door of escape. Show it to me. How do I get away from here? The more we listen for his voice and heed it, the less Satan will be able to tempt us in that area. Now he's had thousands and thousands of years to practice, so he's gonna come again in something else, because we all have that we're still got this fleshy natures. But eventually he'll, you know, he'll always find something. Either the end of our day will come, or we'll, these bodies will pass away, and our spirits will go to be with the Lord and the souls, or the rapture will occur. Whichever comes first, he's, he's not going to run out of temptations. He make he'll flank he'll flank us, uh, which means he'll come around to the side. He usually won't come to our faces. Another unbiblical thing, and it's very uh, well taught in. Many churches, I'm not going to say the majority of them, I'm not going to say the least of them, because I really don't know. But it's rebuking Satan. Nowhere in Scripture are we told to do that. We say the Lord rebuke you, Lord Jesus rebuke Satan, put him behind me, command him to get behind me. Which means he's getting behind Jesus, basically. Uh, even if Michael the Archangel in Jude refused to rebuke Satan and they were fellow archangels together at the throne of God <clears throat> never human beings per se refused to rebuke him over the body of um, Moses it's only mentioned in Jude that's, that's, I've never understood that it's not mentioned in the Old Testament that the two of them fought so that must have been one of those heaven, you know, heavenly things the things in the heavens we don't that we don't understand one of those mysteries that we'll have to wait until we get to heaven ourselves and we'll understand it more. So these bodies only have finite. And I don't care if you're a brainiac. You're still as finite. But again, don't encourage the flesh. When you get ready to get enticed, since sex is the biggest one for young people now. They want, you know, the temptation is very strong. It's almost every part of our neighbor uh, community, I mean. But, um, Learn the Lord's voice. That's what I encouraged the sixth grade guys that were in there. Know the Lord. Call upon Him for as Lord and Savior. I believe almost all of them did. One or two of them were. I was blessed to see in the classroom. God never promises that we're always, whenever we're always going to see it. A lot of times we could just be either planters or waters. Um, waters, obviously, you're going to mean somebody's life a little bit longer. Planters could. 
come in serve briefly like Paul was several times in several cities um, and then they moved on Philip wasn't in a lot of places for a lot well I guess he was 20 years in his last place uh, and Philip I Caesarea was, I believe is his last place before going home um, and you know Paul's messed up Peter's messed up you know they, they bought done and they bought shared the testimony um as authorized by God to put in the word. So again, and if you're in an organization that you see a lot of uh, people sowing to the flesh, they're going to reap it somewhere down the road. Come out of it. Just say, Lord Jesus, I'm sowing to the flesh. I don't want the flesh you needs. I don't want the flesh you desires. You know this area. We need to eat. We need to have shelter in there. There's nothing in scripture says, well, God promises a big house. We ought to have promises a mortgage house. God doesn't sure about that. No, we don't. He'll have a covering force, which is clothing first and foremost, obviously. We don't want you walking around um, pre-apple um, time in the garden, um, pre-sin. Uh, in Genesis chapter 3, he doesn't want us walking around naked, that's perverted. Uh, some are doing it now. He doesn't want us dressing provocatively. He doesn't, you remember, these are the, these bodies are now the temple of the Lord. He bought it, were his. Out there, we surrendered to him willingly. He didn't take it from us, we willingly give it to him when we come to Christ. So don't sow the flesh. If you're in a church or an organization that does a lot of sowing to the flesh I believe the spirit would probably tell you open your word, go to it, says Lord do you really want me here? Look what they're doing this is causing me to stumble more often than I get up and depart from there and I says, okay Lord, where will you play me? Where do you want me? He does want us in a fellowship, of course we got a fellowship of believers it doesn't have to be in any government approved organization that's not even biblical either but that's for, that's for another time so again, Father God I pray for each and every one of us Father I pray for the hearers I even pray for myself, Father God don't let me sow to the flesh Father God, instead let us walk by the Spirit as your word coming in, says Father God, help us to, and help us that when, when we get enticed, when um, the temptation comes, help us to know that we're in you now, and show us, make clear yourself the way in escape, and help us to flee from um, Satan and the temptation, or one of his demons from temptation, uh, and turn towards you, and keep our eyes fixed on you, in Jesus' name, amen, love you, and I love you, most of y'all know that I love y'all enough where I don't want to give you spiritual junk food. I'm going to give you the truth. Thank you.